Hello, welcome along to a brand new episode of Baffled. Wouldn't you look at that, your favourite fact podcast is back once again. Uh, my name's Dan, sharing all the facts, spitting all the bars. We have got six facts for you this week. I've got stuff about Pakistan, about sugar and about uh, a very speedy but maybe quite remiss operation. Connor is also here. What do you got? Uh, we're going to talk about wombats, uh, Sony as well, and something that they done way back in the day. And um, how your head may fall off. Just, just generally, like very specific to me or to us, or hey, you'd have to wait and see. Stick around. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Beautiful. Beautiful. Here we are, back again. No (laughs) co-host. Me and you still, lad, eh? Well, this keeps on going back and forth. Like, I don't want to lift the comp. I don't want to lift the the veil and let you into the many, many different baffled WhatsApp groups we have. But we do keep going back and forward on. Well, should we get a new co-host? And everyone's like, yeah, we could. But you two are working fine together, which might be code for I can't be asked to put in the admin to find someone. Yeah, I mean it's really, really great, isn't it? The powers that make baffled work. You know, send us off to New York. Uh, you know, living it up out there. Go, go have a little look. See if there's a co-host. Come back. Just crack on you two, eh? Hey, why not? Yeah, loving it. And we did, what, eight or nine into, uh, like special episodes over there with all these different co-hosts. We've come back. We've had different co-hosts while we've been here. We cannot be more forthcoming with this, Connor. We are presenting them every CV. We are giving them so many options. And, oh, yeah, we might get to that one day. We might get to that. Yeah, maybe it's just that we are, you know... Really, really stepping the game up here, lad. Maybe that's the situation. I don't know. I don't know. But you never know. There might be a co-host one day, maybe in the near distant future of a year, maybe something like that. But yeah, sit tight. Thank you very much for listening into the show and for following and subscribing. Uh, info at baffledpod.com is where you need to go if you want to get in touch and you've got loads of stuff at baffledpod.com ways to get in touch you've got all the merch it's all there and you can share facts if you fancy it if you've heard something that you think uh, Connor and I will absolutely love if it's good pub ammo that is literally literally the only reason we are here there should be three of us but that's a conversation for probably the next podcast all right six facts on the way Connor what do you got uh, well, don't ask me how they found this out and do not ask me if they tested it because I can't tell you the answer. But scientists have told us that apparently it takes three full rotations of a head to fully take it off the human body. How would they know that, though? Because it's not like it's a bottle top. 
It's not mm. like the head is screwed on like the screw cap on the top of a beer or something. Well, I wasn't really able to find out too much about that in terms of research because it is such a, you know, yes, it's quite a wild thing to, to kind of know about. But I was trying to think about what I think makes sense. And maybe they understand the rotation it would take to first off break the neck bone. So maybe they know what it would take to fully snap the neck bone completely. And then they also might then know how long it would take to like, you know, twist skin and tear it. Maybe they're able to know what that is. And they maybe combined it to go, well, that's really all that maybe the neck is, is skin, bone, a few like ligaments and things. They're thinking, oh, three rotations and it's clean off. Well, they might have tried it. A lot of people donate their body for medical science. Maybe this was an experiment. Oh, because come it, on. No one is donating their granddad to have their head twisted off. No, but it's not like they donate it. You can sign up yourself. You, you can hey. say that you want your body given to medical science. Yeah, you know, I really would love when I pass away to uh, to use my body for research. I think it'd be important. You know, use my organs, blah, blah, blah. But specifically... I would love for them to know just how many times it would take to twist the head for it to fall off the body. That is what I would like. I'd like you to do that for me. I think mine and your heads would probably take more than three because we've both got quite big old bonces over here, haven't we? Large large lugs. Oh, mate, they would have like the scientific answer for how many twists it would take for the head to fall off. They'd have my head with them for literally half a day and be like, Christ alive, (sighs) to twist this hundred times. Knackered! This, old, they this big old satellite dish ain't moving for no man. They'd have to pass it round like they do a jar of pickles or something. Can you give this a go? And they're t- oh. tapping your head, tapping your head on the counter, trying to loosen it up. Jar of, jar of pickles is such a ridiculous comparison, but yeah, makes perfect sense. Someone come have a twist on this geezer's body. Oh. ain't moving nowhere. Christ. You, you get called in by your mum, the mum surgeon. You, young lad, come on in here. What are you doing? She's got your shoulders under her armpit, desperately yanking your head around. The thing is, is you've got a lot going on in your neck. It's not just a bone. You've got muscles. You've got nerves. So for them to actually test this out, surely they could only properly do it with a skeleton because they're snapping all of that, even with a dead body. I'm just throwing this out there. Obviously, I'm asking the question. You might know the answer to it, but isn't the neck bone one of the strongest bones in the body? (laughs) I don't know, like, we've said this a few times on the on the podcast that I'm probably more interested in, like, strange science than you are. Uh, but it is funny sometimes that you just lump anything at me. Oh, you'll know this one. You'll probably know. Yeah. <laughs> that neck bone, I think, I think yeah, s- it's the strongest one I in the body, isn't it? I think sometimes, I think sometimes, and I'll probably do owe you an apology for it, I'll throw out those questions thinking that Mark is still here. Because Mark had this way about him, didn't he, our previous co-host, where he would just give you the answer and it would be so believable that he knows his sh- that you'd be like, oh, all right, well, Mark knows. Spoiler, I don't think he ever knew his stuff. I just think he said it with such authority that you kind of believed it. Yeah, he said it with authority. He was twiddling the pen. He had had a little tap away on Google and he thought, yeah, he knows his shit. When actually, he probably didn't. When all you're doing there, when you're saying, oh, Dan knows this. Oh, yeah. Oh, the neck bone, strongest bone in the body, isn't it? And it just makes me look yeah. like a mug. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, uh, sometimes, you know, with anything that you create when it comes to entertainment, such as jackass, they'll come up with a great big thing on the screen, be like, please don't try this at home. Uh, Producer Adam, if you'd like to just drop that in the edit right here, that'd be great. Please don't try this at home. Yes, yes, thank you very much. And just an update, Adam produced the show, I mean, in the loosest possible sense of the term. He presses the record button, wanders off, has a coffee, comes back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to give you a little bit of a peek behind the curtain, literally pushes the record button and goes, 
Well, I'm I'm off, lads. So uh, let us know when this is wrapped up. Cheers. Yeah, he's been away for a little bit. So if you've noticed in the last few episodes, we were having a little dig every now and then. It's because we wanted to see if he was being aware and listening. And first thing he said to me when I got in today. I mentioned something and he said, oh, is that all, that's all I'm good for? That's what you said the other day, isn't it? That's all I'm good for. So he is listening. So that's something. Hey, it's not all you're good for, Adam. I'll tell you what else you're good for as well, mate. Trying to like defeat lactose intolerant by eating loads of dairy. Anyway, on we go. Again, into another podcast. Second fact of the show for me. We're talking about the country of Pakistan. Do you know where Pakistan is? First fact of the show. Oh, sorry. I thought you said second fact of the show from me. Sorry. No. Do you know where Pakistan is? Go again. Do you know where Pakistan is? Uh, oh, do I know where it is? Roughly. Isn't it? Is, yeah, I mean, roughly, but isn't it its own, you know, place, really, isn't it? Or yeah. is it attached to well, it's a, a it's continent? A, well, it's a, it's a country. Yeah. So, so it's, in, it's in Pakistan, right? Yeah, but do you know what continent it's in? No, I don't. Uh, okay. Very quickly. Asia? Yeah, Asia. Well, you know that countries yeah. and continents are separate things, right? I don't, don't want to talk yeah, down yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't you know, sure whether it was more... I, think, I wasn't sure if it's Africa or Asia. I wasn't sure which one. Asia. It's in Asia near India. The name Pakistan yeah. is an acronym. When they were making the country, they were dividing yeah. up uh, areas of the old Mongol Empire with different uh, people who lived there. One were the Punjabs. There was the Afghania, the Kashmirs. So you've got P-A-K, you've got the Sins as well, that's the S. And so oh. you, you've got Pak, P-A-K, is Stan. And Stan means land of. So the Stan means that uh, land of the Punjabs, the Afghans, the Kashmirs as well. And it works out quite well because uh, the word Pak in the language means pure. So it can mean land of the pure. But that's another bonus fact for you. If you're wondering why there are so many uh, stands over in Asia, Kazakhstan, Tajikistan, Pakistan, Uzbekistan, it's because it means land of in the language. So it's the land of the uh, Uzbeks, the land of the Kazakhs. So two facts in one. Wow, yeah, very good facts as well. I never knew that. I'm just having a little Google, actually, a little swift Google of, uh, of the country. Looks beautiful. I mean, the ar- architecture looks absolutely incredible out there. I'd love to go. Big old place. Big. I, bet the food, I bet the food as well, the spices and stuff is incredible. Oh, mm. It's true. I don't really know. This, this will sound quite naive of me, so I apologise. I don't know how easy it is to get to an access from the UK. I don't know if, if they... I'm, I, I'm, I probably am completely wrong, so I don't want to offend anyone. But I don't really know how, how if it's easy for... Um, someone from the UK to, to get in. I don't know if they let you in. You have to kind of go and get your visa. You have to sign up. You have to do this, this, yeah, that, not that, sure. that. Quick question for you. A little bit of trivia. Do you know the uh, capital of it? Uh, I probably should. Um, hang on. Um, Lahore or is that uh, Kerala? No. Kerala? No. Bangladesh. What is it? Islam. Oh, Islamabad. Islamabad, yeah. Islamabad. Is he? Islamabad. Yeah, great. I'd love to go, though. One of those countries, I think, where it would be a good experience. I feel like you would never, especially being from the UK, would never have experienced something like it. So we'll have to try and go. Maybe we should go there and try and find our next co-host, Dan, eh? I'm sure they'd love it. <laughs> I said you what? are these two Brits doing? I tell you, I'll call it a day. Oi! Oi, guys! Oi, you! Come here, mate. Yeah, don't speak a word of the Queen's, but you want to record a podcast with me. Any facts, any facts, you know, <laughs> come on down. Sit yourself down. 
Grab yourself a nice beer and we'll have a convo. We'll have a chin wag, a conflab. I tell you what, we you know we have moaned that we haven't got another co-host yet. But if if we want to keep doing these week holidays every year on the guise of searching for a co-host, and we just kind of wander around having food, having drinks, staying in hotels on the company's dime, I'd be keen for that. Mm, yeah, I'd be keen for it too. Why not? Let's get our third fact of the show then, Connor. What do you got? Uh, mixing it up a little bit, we're going to talk about wombat poo. Uh, wombat poo actually comes out in cubes to create little walls. Yeah, do you know, do you know why it's cubed? Uh, yeah, so it's cubed to create the walls, isn't it? For I'm right in believing protection, I read. It's protection, isn't it? To create little walls for themselves or well, not? Uh, well, perhaps I'd always known it's so they could defend, they could mark their territory so it wouldn't roll down hills. If it's cube-shaped, it plops down, it doesn't roll, so you're letting other wombats know that you are there. Oh, right, OK, that sounds like it's believable. And but, also the wall thing sounds believable too, to kind of protect themselves and maybe give themselves, like, you know, shelter, some warmth. Wait, uh, hang on. Yeah. Does it sound believable? What do you mean? Now, this could be true. And if there's evidence of this, I'd love to see it. Do you think wombats are pooing, then building little igloos out of that poo for warmth? Is, is that I'd believable? Like, is that believable? I would, really, I would really like to believe that it is. So can we just allow it to be a moment of, yes, this is the truth, please. Okay, I understand that maybe, you know, rolling down makes more sense. But the idea of wombats pooing little cubes and building little igloos is really exciting for me. You've got these creatures, the, these predators, you know, scrabbling up the hill. What's that? What's that teetering over the top of the mountain? What is that? Oh, it's the huge defence. Their battle is over. The fortification of the giant wall of shit that's in front of them, which is barricading in the wombat. I just don't see it happening. I'd do really, really well. Because say there was like a World War One of wombats, yeah, and their defence was poo. I'd just be there on the shit. IBS flared right up. Yep, don't worry about it, boys. I've got more gear on the way. Don't worry about it. Materials inbound. What do you need? <laughs> consistency, though. I'm, I'm not, I'm not confident in the consistency of yours. is is good for making solid walls. Maybe a, a little bit of fibre. Maybe a, a bit of fibre, mate. Little, little, little wombat sip of fibre, and I'll be good to go. <laughs> what wombat comes to you, Connor, mate? We, we need, a, we need a couple more bricks. Get me the shredded wheat. Get me the shredded wheat and we'll be good to go. Absolutely. Where's that all brown gone? <laughs> Where's yeah. that all brown gone? Yeah, little couple of bowls of brown flakes and don't get me wrong, I'll be ready to go the next day. Thank you. Right. Third fact of the show. Uh, I will be honest with you. This fact comes really as just a statement. There's very little background to it because I looked it up and the amount of scientific documentation that went out with this was obscene. It came from some paper from a university. And imagine yourself in that situation, Ugh. Connor. Anyway, yeah. the average American now consumes roughly the same amount of sugar in a day that the average Paleolithic human consumed in an entire year. Right, we have to break that right down for, for young Connor, eh? The Paleolithic humans... They what lived, though? oh, well, yeah, uh, types of humans that lived over two and a half thousand years ago during the Paleolithic era. Right, yeah, just a big long word to explain people in the olden days, correct. Yeah, but very specifically then. Uh, they right. would eat about 20 teaspoons of sugar every year. Blimey. E every year. The average American wow. consumes that every single day. 
Yeah, I'm sure they bloody do. Do you know what? It's funny you say this right. because I saw a, I saw a tweet the other day, um, and somebody had it had gone viral, and it was like a size of the drink that you could get from like one of the local like you know petrol station gas stations in America. Obscene size of fizzy drink, like absolutely mental. Like I think the UK would instantly make that illegal. Like. So big. Nobody needs that amount of Dr. Pepper in their system when you go and get a little bit of petrol. It's ridiculous. Well, that's what we discovered when we were over there, right? I mean, this isn't new. Yeah, what what size do you want, mate? Uh, Adam, mate, can I have a double cheeseburger, please? Side of chips, I'll have a Stella. Yeah, what size? What, Stella? Yeah, what size do you want? Massive, great big glass of it, why not? Absolute goblet. You You get suckered in when you go to... Yeah, we'll just have the uh, biggest one, supersized. Yeah, when you go to a Seven Eleven, which is like a spa, a corner shop here in the UK, and they've all got those like frozen slushy dispensers, and you can bit buy honestly, you can get cups that are almost as big as the flat I live in in London. They are enormous. So this is not a it's surprise. Com- you're correct. What makes what I'm thinking though? How do they know that humans over almost three thousand years ago and further on than that? We're eating this amount of sugar a year. Well, like, what are they doing? Mate, like, I guess that they're judging. Mate, don't oh, hold on a minute. Don't start asking me that question now. I've been saying this shit from day dot. We're we're almost four hundred episodes in. I've always said about this old science malarkey and how they work it out. And now all of a sudden you've coughed up over the sugar. Are you having a laugh? But <laughs> I guess that they might be studying poo, right? That's normally how they find diet, but they've not got. Well, a you're telling me they've that not they've got a year's got... worth of poo. They've not got a year's worth of poo to judge. They have not got bloody Gerald's poo from back in 2000 and God knows when. No, how long ago was this? What years? Well, it was between... Oh, what am I talking about? I've been saying 2,000 years. It was um, uh, 12,000 years ago to 2.5 million years ago. Well, and that poo still is... Yeah, the, poo, the poo's probably around. My point is, how Mental. are they like? How are they judging that over the year? Like, How do they no know... Idea, they're having 20 teaspoons, the equivalent of sugar, a year through looking poo. Like, have, have they managed to figure out that they've got someone's poo from December the 31st at 11.59? Are you, um, are you, like, directly asking me this question for an answer or just throwing it out there into the world? Well, it won't surprise you to know, Connor. I'm not directly asking you questions about how scientists have got poo from millions of years ago. Yeah, good, because I don't have an answer for you, but it's definitely an answer that I'd like to find out, and it sounds like there is an answer in a great load of documents, and that was where maybe we needed a new co-host to go through it. Mm, when we were done in, it, couldn't it? Uh, when we were in America, you were on the hunt for, for, for various sweet sugary treats, I remember. Mm. <laughs> Indeed. No, you were. Um, yeah. Did we tell... I love a bit of sugar. Have we told the story about the Skittles on the podcast? Uh, no, but go ahead. So... So we have told the story many times, well, various stories about uh, Brandon Fay, who was our erstwhile father when we were there. He took us under his wing and we very, re- we very were close to not really spending much time with him because it was a little bit late to our first meeting. So we thought, oh, you know what, let, let's sack this off. Let's go and get a beer. And my word, we are glad that we did it because he took us under his wing and we were there at his restaurant, the Perry Club, pretty much every night eating, drinking, fab- fabulous food. We recorded a show with him right before we were leaving. And Connor got a message from his girlfriend saying, oh, can you pick us up some sour Skittles while you're there? Very tough to get hold of in the UK. So as we were walking back to a bar just before we were headed to the airport, 
um, we stopped in all these different 7-Elevens trying to find the Sour Skittles and we both bought like tiny bags, right? Very small bags that we managed to get. Not a lot at all. We were sat in a bar about two hours later, got a call from Brandon and he said, hey, do you still need those Sour Skittles? Yeah, <laughs> yes. kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take some. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Uh, oh, good, because I just bought um like 50 bags for you. <laughs> okay. Oh, right, whereabouts are you then, Brandon? Are you local, are you? Because we left you about an hour and a <laughs> half ago and travelled across Manhattan. No, no, I'm still an hour and a half away. Don't worry about it. Uber's on the way. There he was. Lovely Uber man turns up with just a brown bag full of skills. Great. So there are many experiences you expect or hope to have when you're in New York City. I'm not sure if one of them is sitting in a bar as random man in Uber is paid to deliver $50 worth of sweets to you in a brown paper bag. Hey, but it sums up the good guy Brandon is. I think he could have made a good co-host. Don't know what happened there. Anyway. Do you have an insatiable fascination with the paranormal? Are you ready to dive headfirst into the eerie realms of the unexplained? Brace yourself, for the supernatural world is about to reveal all of its secrets on the Paranormal Activity Podcast. And who better to guide you through this hair-raising journey than myself, Yvette Fielding, renowned paranormal investigator. Every episode of Paranormal Activity takes you on an unforgettable adventure into the unknown. I share my own encounters, chilling experiences, and exclusive insights into the world of the paranormal. But that's not all. The true heart of this podcast podcast lies in the stories, evidence and questions shared by our devoted listeners. Like you, whether you're a seasoned paranormal enthusiast or just starting to dip your toes into the waters of the supernatural, Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, is your ultimate destination. Will you dare to join me? Listen to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, wherever you get your podcasts from. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
Info at bafflepod.com if you want to get in touch with the show. As I say, you can get in touch. You can find our TikTok, Instagram. You can always, frequently updated, you can always buy merch to bafflepod.com. Last fact mm. of the show. Let's get to it. Connor, what do you have? Uh, swiftly moving over the merch thing. No need to sell it today. Uh, Sony, the brand, inadvertently sold 700,000 camcorders that could see through people's clothing in 1998. Very, very rarely do I do this on this show. Mm. I, don't, I don't know if I believe it. Okay, right. So Sony made a video camera back in 1998 which had night vision, infrared, okay? It had it made within it. Uh, Under certain circumstances, this made thin clothing, so it had to be thin clothing, uh, transparent, revealing the body underneath. Sony has since recalled and modified the camera, so this is obviously no longer able to work. But apparently in 1998, yeah, a few of them are are distributed accidentally. Apparently. Apparently. Done a a fair bit of Googling. Seems to be a pretty solid thing. Yeah, you say apparently because not me or you, but I reckon there are mm. some wrongins in the world that aren't admitting they've got that camera because they're still yeah, using the it. They're, they're, well, they're not sending that back for product recall. Oh, did you buy this? No, I don't know what you're talking no. about. Me? No. Yeah. I definitely still well, don't fact, use it. The fact it could see through clothing, mental, but it had to be very, very thin. So I imagine that actually just the average you know, thing that somebody's wearing day to day probably isn't working. Correct. I don't want to dive too much into the thoughts of wrongans though, but this was 98, so they've had 25 years to figure out where they can use it and, and you know, use it well. Yeah. Which is quite worrying to think A few about. examples, by the way, where I think that this could, you know, be good. War, eh? You never know. If you're, like, busting into a building War. and you don't know what the... Yeah, because you don't know, like, what, what the people that you're fighting against, you don't know whether they've got any, like, stuff underneath their clothing. But Could it, have, like, a little hidden gun. But it needs Maybe to be... Maybe a knife. It needs to be <sighs> thin clothing. This would be a rubbish war camera. It's not like the one that you see that the SEAL team used when they went to get Osama Bin Laden. Yeah, maybe I'm just like trying to think about when I use night vision when I used to play uh, James Bond Goldeneye on my uh, Nintendo uh, 64. Yeah. yeah, maybe that isn't the same thing. Do you reckon Tissot, the watch company, have ever made a magnetised one so you could steal the keys back from the the guard in the prison so you could get yourself out? Hey, mate, Jack J- 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 and Parker Pens have created a pen that like fires something into your neck and puts you asleep. Oh. Let's be honest, the wrongans, if they've still got this camera, they're using it for one thing, one thing only, Pervin. Great. Not me, but come on. I don't I don't agree or condone it, but that's probably what's happening. I think we should leave that fact right there. Last fact of the show. I want to talk to you about Robert Liston, who was a British surgeon noted for his speed and skill. Speed. Such a surgeon name. Such a surgeon name. Robert Liston from Scotland. Yeah. He lived uh, in the well from 1794 to 1847. He believed speed made a great difference in terms of pain and survival when he was doing his surgery because uh, anaesthetics weren't really what they are today, so people could feel a lot more. He said that uh, these operations must be set about with determination and completed rapidity. Uh, the thing is. He performed one surgery, the only one in history, that resulted in a 300% death rate. Great. Okay, what was that then? He uh, he cut a guy open. Uh, what was it? Hang on. Yeah, he, tr- he tried to... 
cut a guy open, I think. He was doing it so rapidly that the assistant who was holding the dude down, Robert Liston, chopped his fingers off. The patient died of infection. The young assistant whose fingers were chopped off also died of infection. And a witness who watched the surgery died of shock. So three people killed through one operation, all because dear old Rabbi Liston wanted to get it over and done with, get home quickly, because he had Red Dead Redemption on the Switch. Absolutely ridiculous. And it calls ridiculous. back. Yeah, it calls back to something we often talk about on this show. The old days were a minefield. It was a nightmare. If you are ever th- look, the state of the world right now isn't great. But if you're ever thinking, oh, it's, it's a bad old time at the moment, isn't it? Oh, have you seen the price of the pound? Oh, my rent's gone up. Just be happy that you're not living back then when it was all gruel, when it was all grim, and your surgeon would kill three people trying to save your life. Yeah, because of Red Dead Redemption. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Baffled. Baffledpod.com is where you need to go. Listen, I know these weeks are shorter, uh, but I think they're crammed full of lots more facts, lots more pub ammo that you can share that they ever have been before. Uh, so I really appreciate you listening, you following, maybe you even telling your mates. Bafflepod.com is where you need to go. What have we learned this week? Well, one man's swift surgery killed three people. Also, wombats make igloos, or I guess igpoos, to keep warm. And uh, we are guessing, I think, 78 spins of your head to get it loose from your neck, Connor. What are you saying? Yeah, I reckon so. I like what you've done there with Big Poo's. Very good. I know. It came to me out of the moment as well. No prep goes into that, as you've probably told in the last 30 or so minutes. We'll see you next week. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.